It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis located in a Nebraska transfer transfer portal oasis. They're just exiting like crazy, just leaving, crossing the border, heading out of Nebraska. The transfer portal's hot here in Nebraska. Everyone is getting out. The boys are all back. We are joined today by our special guest, former Iowa quarterback, one of our favorites of all time, Mr. Nate Stanley. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. All right. Excited to have you. So, you know, we had I had Nate on earlier for an interview that everyone's going to see, but I didn't want to just be able to hog Nate to myself. I know the boys wanted to meet, meet you, say hello, and uh, you got to see firsthand a little bit of our high production quality when we got started. And um, Marty had Marty had a pretty great comment about Kyle's uh, Internet. It was it was it was golden. You want to repeat that, Marty? Well, <clears throat> all of us Hawkeye fans are happy that Schlicker's leg works better than his internet. <laughs> it had nothing to do with my internet, so I'm in my garage. I don't have a fancy setup like you guys, so my my phone is plugged into a charger to the wall, and it's very delicately balanced on my workbench between like a screwdriver and my vice. So it's... see, there it goes. Yeah, there goes his internet. <laughs> is, that, is that like a Top Gun flight jacket he's wearing? I wonder. <laughs> Perfect. Might oh. be. Oh, there he see. goes again. Of course, of course, as I'm coming up with my internet. Goes. <laughs> oh oh my god, I love it. So Every week we're going to hand out the shitty internet award. And uh, last week goes to Kyle. And this week looks like it's going to maybe be won by Kyle again, too. So congratulations, <laughs> congratulations buddy. That's, that's a pretty prestigious award. But we're going to get into it a little bit. I'm going to let you guys talk to Nate. He's not going to stay on the whole time. We get him for about five or ten minutes. So um, I want you guys to ask him some questions see what it was like to be Nate Stanley at Iowa. Matt, do you, uh, you want to get things started off? Do you have anything you wanted to ask Nate? Yeah. You know, in, uh, in honor of this, I actually last night stayed up way too late and watched the uh, Iowa uh, USC game where we absolutely destroyed them. That was one of my favorite games uh, that you played in Nate. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, how did that game feel for you, and uh, where did that game take you in your career where you sit today? Yeah, I mean, that game, like you said, is one of my favorite games too. Um, and the reason I think it's one of my favorite is because before the game, Reggie Bush and Matt Liner were saying there's no way we're going to stick with them. That we're That's part of it. Yes. <laughs> and we, we took that personally. And we were able to go out there, um, get ahead pretty early, and, um, you know, obviously play well enough. And, and I don't remember the final score, but it was at least three touchdowns, I think, was the difference in that game. So, yeah, um, a really special game. At the end of that game, we were celebrating the locker room. Uh, we all did the hokey pokey in, uh, nice. in for Coach Ferentz. Um, and, uh, you know, just great, great way to end the career. And, um, 
you know, be able to spend that with my teammates that I got to play with for, for four years. So the shock on their faces at halftime was the most satisfying feeling. (laughs) One of the most satisfying feelings of my life when I'm watching that game, Reggie Bush and Matt Liner looked like they just like checked their bank account. and It was like zero, like there was nothing left. And they were just like looking at each other, like, you know, like we just found out like the United States had been invaded or something. Like they were just like, what God, we're, we're getting our asses kicked right now. And they were like, and right then they were like the fire Clay Helton stuff started with them big time. And that's all they talked about was getting rid of Clay Helton and trying to, you know, bring that program back to glory. But that's a good question, Matt. Thank you. Thanks for the answer. Nate. That was awesome. Yeah. All right, Kyle, you got anything being a you know fellow former Hawkeye, anything that you'd like to ta- ask Nate or talk to him about? Oh, he's frozen again. He's going to win the award back to back. There he goes. Kyle, you back? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, man. Probably my wife streaming some show upstairs. And- <laughs> Some, some guy at Comcast, like, screwing with my bandwidth. Oh. <laughs> it's probably an Illinois fan out there screwing with it or laughing their asses off watching this. We're screwing Kyle's internet up again. Gee. Kyle, did, I don't know if you heard, but I didn't know if you had any questions for Nate, being a former Hawkeye yourself, um, having played, if, if there was anything you wanted to ask Nate while we had him on. Dude, I, uh, not much. I mean, you know, being a former player myself and having Coach Ferentz there myself and played with Brian, played with, uh, you know, a bunch of the guys that are there now on staff. I mean, there's probably nothing I could ask you that uh, I probably already know myself other than I don't think much has changed. I think, did you go through, did you have Coach Doyle? Yep. Yeah, I had Coach Doyle. You know, I mean, guys, this could be a whole nother podcast where, like, I just ask questions about, you know, and bitch and complain about that whole ordeal. But, uh, I mean, uh, geez, if I had a question, uh, I would just say, uh, how's my old locker doing right when you go? <laughs> the right locker you- rooms, they're actually the, the baseball locker rooms now. So, yeah. uh, oh, news, now. are you talking in, in Kinnick or, uh, well, um, yeah, I know that the uh, Jacobson uh, building got converted, which, yeah. super, but you know what, it's part of getting older in evolution. But no, my locker used to be, uh, so after walking into Kinnick, uh, you know, through those double doors, literally hang an immediate right, the first locker right there on the side of the wall. Uh, that was my locker for, uh, yeah, three and a half years, because I, I played in both the old, old locker room, which was mm-hmm. super cool. I mean, you're talking... Like the showers were just copper pipes with holes drilled in them, and, <laughs> and you know it would flood every like within five minutes. So you're yeah. sitting, you know, you're standing there showering with 140 other dudes, like in a foot of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I think the offensive linemen have that corner now. So right when you go into the right, that's where all the offensive linemen are at. Cool. Uh, they've got a whiteboard on the wall on the wall there now. So no, the uh, the big guys uh, took took your locker over. Yeah. So that's a question for Jack Linderbaum next time we have him on. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, in retrospect, man, I should have etched my name somewhere, you know. At, at, in the shower stall. My, 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 oh, this is this is heading in the gutter quick. I need to steer us back out. Nate, I'm sorry. This is, uh, I should have warned him a little bit better. Um so CB Hawkeye Travis, I think he's got a question for uh, for Kyle as well about some, some something to do with fashion, and then he, I think he had a question for Nate on top well, of that. So well, it's the whole Tom Cruise bomber jacket look he's got going on there tonight, you know? Me? So, yeah. This this, uh, this is a, a mountain hardware like over shirt that I bought at Dick's Sporting Goods for like twelve bucks on Super Sale, like. <laughs> Seven years ago, you got the patch over here. I mean, you look like you're ready to be Tom Cruise walk on aircraft carriers. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> Highway to the danger zone. There, there you go. Yeah, the real oh, life thing. Is, the real life thing isn't nearly as exciting as what the movie is. I'll leave it at that. So, uh, um, 
Nate, I got a question for you. So uh, obviously you got graduated from Iowa, um, and, and I'm sure Ad Prep covered this in his part of the deal. Talk to me about your NFL experience um, going through that. I know right now you were with the Vikings and you're not with the Vikings now. You're what free agent? You're still looking to try to get out the team. Kind of what's it, what's it been like for you the NFL experience? Yeah. So as of as of right now, I uh, decided to stop playing actually. So I'm done playing now. Um, moving into that next avenue of life. I uh, talked with Adam uh, when we talked earlier, starting up some quarterback training, trying to run some camps uh, kind of in the Western Wisconsin, um, Minneapolis area, and then going to start reaching out and trying to run some camps down in, uh, you know, Cedar Falls, Waterloo, uh, Iowa City area, and then over in Des Moines. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. In terms of my NFL experience, I had kind of an interesting experience because I – my whole time in the NFL, uh, COVID was happening. So there was a lot that was different from what people told me, um, you know, in the years prior and all the years leading up to, to 2020. Um, so starting out with, with training for the combine, um, everything was normal. Uh, COVID was like kind of starting. There was some talk about things that could happen, things getting shut down. Thankfully, we were uh, able to have the combine still. Uh, went from there. Our pro day got canceled literally two days before we were supposed to have it. Um, they told us uh, our pro day was a Monday and they told us on late Friday night um, that it was canceled. They didn't even let us get into the building to go grab our cleats if we wanted to go train or run somewhere else. Um, Coach Ferris and Coach Doyle, they actually just let us in the side door and said, come on, your stuff real quick clear off the locker and like, and get out of here. So like, so we don't get in trouble. Um, thankfully we were able to get all of our stuff. Um, I moved back home, started training at home and then went through the draft was thankful enough to get drafted in the seventh round. And then right from there, everything was totally different. All of our meetings for, for the off season for OTAs were all on Microsoft teams, um, or zoom. So that was interesting. Um, when we got into the building for fall camp, we had all these rules about social distancing and all that type of stuff. Wearing masks, um, we had to wear tracers that that tracked our proximity to other players. Um, so if somebody did get COVID, they could track, you know, kind of where it went to. Wow. And then um, the season, um, it was kind of like you're spread out into different meeting rooms. So being on practice squad my my first year. The guys that were on the active roster, they would meet all in one really big, really big room. And then the practice squad guys, we were kind of spread out in smaller rooms throughout the facility to minimize our, our, our um, or to maximize our distance from each other. Um, so that was a really interesting experience. And then my second year, uh, unfortunately, got hurt during training camp and then was on IR all year. And again, because of COVID, and because of some of the rules they had around the vaccine and things like that, um, they had certain players actually go do their rehab outside the building. So I actually moved back home, um, did my PT, did my rehab in Menominee, and then was able to help uh, my high school team that I, or the high school that I played at um, kind of was a, a volunteer coach for them um, during that season. And then after that, with the new coaching staff up in Minnesota, I was with uh, Coach O'Connell, uh, Wes Phillips, and Chris O'Hara throughout all of OTAs, and they let me go right before the season started. Uh, I was still having some issues with my back and then went through the whole season. And at the end, um, with the XFL and the USFL starting up, didn't have a chance to play there either and just decided that it was you know, the best thing for, for myself, for my long-term health, and for my family now um, that I should stop playing and, and move on to something else. I got one other follow-up question. So knowing that your area where you're at and having mm -hmm. family up there, before you were a Vikings fan, did you grow up as a Packer fan or a Viking fan? So my dad's from Illinois. So I grew up a Bears fan, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, right? So That backfired on you, Travis. Oh, yeah, growing up. Um, there were a lot more Packers fans, but there were a good amount of Vikings fans. Um, but I would get so much crap from all of my friends, especially the Packers fans. 
But 2006, when the when the Bears went to the Super Bowl, Devin Hester took back the opening kick for a touchdown. That was like the highlight of, of my childhood. Um, unfortunately, the game didn't end up the way we wanted it to. But um, still, that year, I I had more bragging rights that year than than the Packers and Vikings. Fans. Oh, that's all right. Gambit got one in five in the last six NFC championship <laughs> games. So um, you're good. So. Well, if you didn't if you didn't notice, Nate Travis is a diehard Packers fan, so um, we'll we'll forgive him for that. But <laughs> Mar- Marty, one thing that um, we love about Nate is he never lost to Nebraska undefeated, beat him every single time. So we nice. we love that. Let's. I think we all can give him a round of applause for that. Like, yeah, that is- better than a Hawkeye wins a Husker loss. It's a great thing. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're not big fans of the big red, you know. It's just not not really. So that was that 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 victory is extra special for us every year. But Marty, Marty loves a good husker beatdown. And I know Marty probably has a, a question or two for you here. Well, yeah, I do I do, Nate. Uh, but first I'm I'm kind of surprised about Kyle's question. You know, Kyle, uh it much would have been much more valuable if you would have asked the question of Nate, like who his internet provider is. <laughs> oh man! Relentless. Oh man! Yeah, I don't even know the answer to that. I have to ask my wife. <laughs> so Nate, I got a couple of questions. I'll push them together uh, so so it can be quicker for you. First one: What what was your favorite game that you started in? Started in at quarterback. Tell us a little bit about that. And then the second one is. As uh, Adam had told you, uh, I was born and raised in Iowa City, played basketball uh, for high school there, and obviously born and raised a Hawkeye just six blocks from the university. I wanted to ask you what's your best place and thing to do in Iowa City was while you were there. Yeah. Um, First off, favorite game was Ohio State in 2017. That's my all-time favorite game. Woodshed game. I was I was there with a bunch of Ohio State fans. That was fantastic. Yeah, um, my favorite Great game. choice. Uh, the whole the whole week, Coach Ferentz and Coach Doyle are saying the Ohio State. You know, they they really put the emphasis on the on the the Ohio State. And I tell you what, the, the locker room after that game was wild, absolutely wild. Um, in terms of my favorite spot or thing to do in Iowa City. Um, Kyle, you might know this. There's a uh, in Marty. You probably know this too. There's a shooting range um, on some public land in between Iowa City and, and just north of Coralville. And a bunch of my buddies and I, we went to uh, Shields. We got the cheapest shotgun we could find. We went to Walmart. They had a pack of a hundred hundred shotgun shells you could buy for like twenty bucks and a thing of clay. So the total to go out and have a four hour you know, trap shooting contest with all your buddies was 25 bucks. Um, so awesome. that was probably um, one of my favorite things to do, especially in the off season when we had some more time. Um, did, you spend the money, did you spend the money to get the automatic throw so you didn't have to sit there and hand throw? It, oh, no. We, we were cheap. We were cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we got the hand thrower. We'd uh, drop it, and, and we'd go to town. So, um but then I talked with, with Adam about this too, is uh, I had a lot of great teammates that had some connections um, in the area and people would just let us go pheasant hunt. They'd let us fish on their farm ponds. Um, we'd go out and have a great time, especially, um, you know, Monday afternoon, our off days were Thursdays. So sometimes we'd even go out on a Thursday and go fishing, um, you know, when it obviously before it got too cold, um, but spending the time outside of Iowa city actually, um, was probably my favorite part about it because I got to be with my teammates um, doing things outside of football. All right. All right. Well, Nate, thank you for coming on and taking so much time out of your schedule to to chat with us and to do the interview with me. I, I had a blast, and I hope you even had just a little bit as much fun as I did. Oh, I, had, uh, I had tons of fun. I appreciate you guys uh, coming on and um, asking questions. And I told Adam this earlier. Um, one thing that's really special – for us as players, and Kyle, you know this too, is the loyal fans that are there with us through thick and thin, um, like you guys, um, is what makes it special to us. Um, so I appreciate you guys, and thank you for all the support over the years. 
All right. Awesome, Nate. Awesome. Well, thank, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming on. It. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Cheers. Nate. Bye. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Stanley. That was pretty awesome. What would you guys think of that? That was fun. It's good. I uh, Bears fan. I, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you didn't see the Bears fan comment coming. You didn't oh, think he was going to say totally, that. I think he'd tell me Vikings and then I'd tell my Northwest Iowa story. That backfired. That was awesome. That was awesome. He is hey, he's such way, a nice guy. I got Kyle's internet right here. The tin can and the road. <laughs> just throw that out there. So. Yes. <laughs> Just the king. Everybody wants to see it. Tin can or rope? Right, tin can. There you go. So, hey. right there, so. Yeah. I think we pretty much shot down getting an internet company to sponsor. That's not cool. <laughs> is. Before we get started on to the next topic, though, we, we picked up a new sponsor, boys. This All is, right. Uh, I, uh, they, they, they sent the check. They purchased the time. Um mm. But it's it's a new company, and I I don't know some of these names. I'm like, these are the type of companies we attract, and I'm like, why why does this happen? Um, the the name of the organization that is sponsoring this segment of the Nebraska Hawks Nest podcast is Dick Wrestler Realty. It doesn't matter how stiff the competition, we're up to the challenge. Dick Wrestler Realty is it okay. the weather report. Pocon. Hey, you work for Kyle. <laughs> Um, no, I, uh, I've never heard of them. <laughs> must be over in Nebraska. Well, they said they wanted to buy the time because they're wanting to go against Kyle. So they, they, <laughs> they said, you know, it's... <laughs> Dick Wrestler Realty. Like we said, it doesn't matter how stiff the competition, even if it's Kyle, they're up to the challenge. All right. <laughs> good, good company there. All right. So thank you, uh, Dick Wrestler. All right. Um, I got a really good story for you guys. Now, th- we're going to semi-step of the gutter real quick. I needed to tell you guys about this. This is legit. I'm not bullshitting you. This has actually happened. Um, we're watching a show on Netflix on Saturday. And it's like it's a new collector show about a sports collecting company. It's called Golden Collection Collectibles or something. And the guy's last name is like Golden with like an I-N. And there's a card that comes up on there, and he, they were they were trying to get it, and it's a Steph Curry rookie card, like tops chrome, you know, platinum something. I can't remember. Hold on, it's yeah, tops chrome gold Steph Curry rookie card, and they there's only fifty of them that's ever been made. So we're sitting there watching it, and Brody says, "I have I have that card," and I said, "Bullshit, you have that card, Brody? Like <laughs> you're full of it." Like, he's just like. I don't know. Brody's like, you know, somebody if like they introduce themselves and they're like, hey, my name's Barbara. He'll say, nice to meet you, Barbala. Like that actually happened. You know, like he can't get a name right to save his life. You know, he called me Andy for the first six months he knew me. So like, yeah, that's just the kind of kid he is. Yeah. I mean, he calls, he just, he can't get a name right for anybody, but I'm like, you're full of shit. So he uh, he's like, I'm gonna have, and my dad bought it for me. It's at my dad's house, and I'm gonna have him send me a picture. And I'm like, whatever, go ahead. You know, I don't, I don't care. You're full of it. The picture comes over, and I see it, and I'm like, holy shit, that looks like the same exact card. It's graded and everything, and I'm like, and it's in a case. And on the show, you guys aren't gonna believe how much this card sold for. $150,000. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so my first thing is like, okay, like I need to dig into this and find out. And so they said that if it's a, a, a graded 10 card is very like hard to find. Like it's almost like the second the card's produced, it needs to be put in a casing immediately because they get like a microscope out. And if there's any surface scratches, then it knocks a point or two off, you know? So Getting a, a 10 is very, very rare. But they said if you get a 10, that can, that bumps up the value by another $50,000. So I did a bunch of research and looked at this. So I talked to his dad, and we're talking about, you know, my stepson, Brody. He's, I consider him my son, regardless. But I talked to his dad on the phone, okay? His dad was like, yeah, there was an auction 
for um, all these different cards and we just, you know, put in a bid and we won, but we didn't know which card we were going to get. And this one showed up in the mail in like a black case, like a, almost like a little, a mini little suitcase opened it up. It's sitting there in like a foam thing. This kid just fell ass first into a $150,000 sports card. (laughs) Can you freaking believe that? That's awesome. So I, I called a, 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 a baseball card store here in, um, in Omaha. And I was like, I described the card. He's like, is it this number? And I'm like, yes. Like all the numbers are matching up, like what it is. And he was like, not, not graded, just right out of the box. That's a like a $15,000 card, just out of the box. And he's like, if it's graded and it's a 10, he's like, that's a, you know, easy $100,000, $125,000 card. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like this kid just fell ass first into about 150 grand probably. And he took the card to school. He took it to his friend's house. Like he had no idea. None of us did. And I thought he was full of shit. I'm like, there's no way you have that card. (laughs) What would you guys do if your son stumbled upon a $150,000 card? What, What would you do? I would recommend to Kyle to upgrade his his internet. <laughs> oh damn! Again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the Verizon home internet. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hold on a minute. It's not out since Nate left. So. <laughs> oh my god! That went up my nose. I about spit <laughs> out my drink all over the place. The sauce is just oh, beating up man. Kyle tonight. Just man. rights and lefts. He's just hey, got him up against the ropes. If that's the only thing he's got on me, go for it, man. <laughs> Give me till next podcast. <laughs> it's, it's it seems like for some reason organically the wind the, the the change of the wind goes towards one person and they just get bagged on the whole show and it it, it moves around sometimes it's marty sometimes it's kyle sometimes it's me or matt travis hasn't been on enough to get the brunt of it but you will travis well don't Trust worry me. i'm equal opportunity of it's not a problem <laughs> yeah. it was a well, football and trained guys in naval special warfare for many years i've got pretty thick skin so bring it all right that's good you have to have thick skin to be on this podcast that's for sure but what what would you guys do if, if you're you found out your kid stumbled upon a hundred fifty thousand dollar card would you sell it would you hold on to it and if you did sell it what would you do with the money i'm gonna ask uh the meta light delight what would you do i guess i'd ask how sentimental the card was to my kid and if it wasn't i'd probably sell it and stick the money into a college fund for him at, at their age i mean 529 yep there you go Just throw it into a 529 and let her grow let her eat marty marty tell for those of us that because i totally know because i mean i about financials i'm i know it all but uh, for those of us that don't know, for those of us that don't know, what is a 529? Well, what is a 529? Because I have no idea. It's where uh, it, you don't have you don't get taxed on it until you and, and then you don't get you don't get ever get taxed on it. You can let it grow with interest, but you don't get taxed on it um, if you use it for college tuition. Okay, for your right. kids. So you can set the accounts up for your kids, and it's like a four hundred one k account for your college kid, kids' college education. Basically, is what it comes down to. So there's not just money sitting in a savings account, not growing. It get, allows it, the chance to grow. So if you don't, if you don't spend it on college tuition, then you get taxed normally, right. um, normally on it. When yeah, you got to pull it out. Correct. Yeah, if the the person who like the parent who set the account up, if the kid doesn't actually end up using it can then go and use it for whatever they want in their retirement or whatever, but we'll be taxed on it. Like Marty said, we just would hope that um, an, an individual like uh, Travis would not come across that. Cause he would be directly at the spearmint rhino gentlemen's club in council bluffs. Making it rain. Half of it's at Carter Lake, half of it's in Omaha. Get it right. So okay. Not, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, what I would do, I tell my, I tell my son, first of all, sell it, put it in Edward Jones, put it in a short-term money where you can make some money off of it, 
you know, do like we do with their scrap metal. We take over Lakeside Tar Lake and, you know, let 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 it grow. So, you know, and, you know, my kid, you know, shoot, my guy, one kid hasn't been to college. He's making more than most people going to college because he's a trades guy. So, uh, yeah, sell that, don't sell that darn thing, you know, put his ass to work and he can use it for buying farm ground or trucks or whatever else he wants to do. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't believe it. I'm I'm in shock. Kyle, what what do you suggest? Because, you know, Marty and Matt had a, a pretty reasonable idea. Kyle, give us something irresponsible, something that you would do that, um, let's say your wife doesn't know, because we know she runs the ship there. So tell us something that, that, like, hey, you know about this. The wife doesn't. What's something irresponsible you would do with that money just to have fun with you, with your with your son? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I'd probably like, you know, they were going on a camping trip somewhere. Oh, I've, I've already sold it at this point. They were going on a camping trip somewhere and we just uh, kind of, you know, do everything that we're not supposed to do at home. Or take, you know, he, he's only seven years old and here I am talking about like taking him to shoot guns. He's probably not old enough. I mean, I guess he would be for some people, but I don't know, man. That's tough, you know. Like spending a, that time of spending that type of money with a seven-year-old kid, <laughs> it's tough, you know. It'd be, it'd be. I can't take him to a strip club. I can't take him. You know, I can't. I can't. He's do all considered that. an employee, but we won't. You know. Him. You know what? You know. What? <laughs> <clears throat> You're right. Reporting on ABC World News. <laughs> yeah, I'd creative and like you know, like he loves fast cars, like I do. So, <laughs> you know, like we'd probably. Uh-oh. I was going to say, honestly, I was just going to say that. The only acceptable other answer than put it in a 529 is to buy a 1967 Shelby GT500 Ford Mustang. Hold on. Eleanor off of Gone in 60 Seconds. That's it. Boom. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, go somewhere where we can rent, you know, Lamborghini <laughs> or, like, you know, something really cool and just do that all day long. See, I, I want to buy an excavator for doing sewer mains. So, you know, that's what I want. <laughs> I can make money with the darn thing, you know. Let's make more money with it. There you go. Marty, your son just got a card that you found out's worth $150,000. Karen knows nothing about it. Are you gonna, You're going to do something irresponsible and fun with this. What's it going to be? Well, the first thing is I wouldn't tell Karen about it. <laughs> <laughs> well then i think i think i would travel and i mean travel the world i i would i would love to do that she'd be like where the hell's marty where's my husband oh he's traveling the world see ya she wouldn't, she wouldn't miss me she wouldn't know just by she wouldn't know. <clears throat> i lost marty at the bar drunk again i have no idea where he's at these days <laughs> <laughs> oh man well you know we can, we can all wish that you know something like that's going to happen i just i just want to be a part of the ride on the whole thing because i know the money's going to get put away as it should and it's going to pay for his college and you know maybe buy him his first car things like that so but the kid just i don't think at his age doesn't realize how lucky he is that he fell into something like this and, you know, his dad was like, we, you know, Steph Curry is his favorite player. But he was like, yeah, we were happy that it was Steph Curry. We didn't even know that it would be. And they just bid on some package thing that you were going to get, like, a good card out of this. And he ends up getting a hundred to $150,000 card. It's That's freaking awesome. crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Nuts. So why can't I find a freaking $150,000 card? Yeah. Please. I've got a- Probably a thousand baseball, football, and basketball cards down here in this basement, and not one of them's worth a hundred thousand dollars. True yeah. story. I uh, when I was a when I was about my son's age, seven years old, maybe six. Uh, I signed. I was a huge Nolan Ryan fan. Huge Nolan. Yeah. I had everything. I had a uh, an All Star card of his. Can't remember what year. I have to ask. My, well, my dad's gone now. But I signed it myself with a permanent marker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
Kyle, you keep cutting out on your audio. We, we can get, we're getting about half of what you're saying. But, okay. I signed it myself. Uh, no one. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I love that. That, that is my, pathetic. My, <laughs> I don't ever seen him. That. <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose. He was oh. Pissed. oh yeah. No, I, and I, and I had no idea. I was like, why? It's signed by Nolan Ryan now. I had just had no idea that how it worked. That's that, that's how it worked. <laughs> We've all done dumb stuff as kids, so that's, that's pretty funny. That's great, uh, Marty. I want to switch over here, Marty. Um, you gave us what's the updated number on the Nebraska football transfer portal right now with the mass exodus? Well, uh, I did research on it and I found two different lists. One had okay. thirteen. One had fourteen. Oh, they're like those, out of those, out of those yeah. is the, the relevant ones are the two quarterbacks, Smothers um, and Casey Thompson. Uh, Casey Thompson being the starter all last year, but yeah. they're putting their, uh, they're putting all their because they've only got three quarterbacks left on the roster now, so they're putting all their money on uh, the guy from Georgia Tech that they got in the portal. I can't remember his name, but there's a quarterback that he started the spring practice game, I guess. Okay. All right. So Casey Thompson might maybe saw the writing on the wall, but there's guys leaving left and right out of there. And I mean, that's just, that's not going to be easy as a first year head coach, getting a team to gel that quick when you bring in that many new faces. Um, Matt, what the hell's going on at Nebraska? That's probably the gist of it is, I mean, you get a new coach like that. He's going to bring personnel and players in that, you know, they're, they're not used to seeing and uh, you know, you you're used to being the star and then some other star shows up from this other coach. I mean, there's going to be a lot of turnover for that first year for sure. Um, you're right. There's not going to be a lot of gelling going on. Um, they'll be lucky. I think to go six and six this year, to be honest with you, uh, they're just going to struggle. Uh, It'd be a, be a bold game though. That's an improvement. Yeah. If they do hit six and six, that would be an improvement. Actually. You're, you're right. So we'll see if they, make that mark or not. I, I guess I haven't looked deep enough into their schedule to see how hard it actually is, what their strengths, uh, what their hard games are and what their easy games are. And they start out at Minnesota. So yeah, that might, that may be a loss right off the bat in the big 10. Yeah. Is that game, is that a neutral site game or is that? That's, a, that's up at TCF stadium, I think. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. then they go to Colorado for the Matt rule and, uh, uh, Dion Bowles. Dion so, Sanders. That's going to be a tough game already, too. <laughs> Let's just uh, the, the, the transport portal bowl. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. It's the transfer portal bowl. Oh, exactly. That's hey, hilarious. Tra- hey, Travis, what the hell's going on at Nebraska? Other than like you know the obvious terrible things, but um, what? What what's happening there right now? Why are so many guys? And I know it's a first year head coach, but um, why is there such a mass exodus right now? Well, you, you, you know, I think with the, well, listen, you know, last year, this time they had Scott Frost and then they went through and they, you know, they had the coaching change game three of the season. They kind of went through spring practice and I'm sure there's an evaluation. It probably wasn't that Deion Sanders don't let the door hit you ass on the way out, but it's probably pretty damn close. Um, you know, I'm really surprised Casey Thompson left, but if you're Logan Smothers, I mean, you blame the guy. I mean, you keep bringing guys in because you're not good enough. I, I don't blame him uh, for, for leaving. But uh, my perspective, I, I just think it's part of the coaching change, you know. But with ANIL, there's a lot more exposure saying, hey, we're out here. The thing that comes back to me with the NIL, and, you know, we'll talk about Iowa here in a little bit, you know, just because you're out there on the, you know, on the transfer portal, doesn't mean you're going to get picked up. So, yeah, I mean, and, you know, you know, Kirk last week, and I'm kind of digressing back to Iowa, talked about picking up a wide receiver and a quarterback, you know, but haven't I haven't seen anything official yet coming. I know there's some smoke out there about what's going on, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, the, to me, I think in a year from now, I think this transfer portal is going to scare some people off because you realize that once you leave, 
you might be in the abyss. You know, you might go to like Josh Volkman in Northern Iowa, or you might be sitting at home working at Burger King or McDonald's or going to community college, which listen, there's nothing wrong going to that. Or they'll come to apply for a job for me. By the way, we are hiring apprentices just for the record. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, I don't know. And, you know, going into this too, and I'm going to shift over, um, we're going to really hit a big topic. We just got done with NFL draft and, uh, you know, this, uh, this segment here is by a sponsor that's just been longstanding with us. That's been here through thick and thin that we have to think. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of uh, candles by candy. Now take my hand and we're going to go on a journey here through uh, Scentville as Matt cracks his beer. And some of the most alluring, some of the most delicious scents that your nostrils will ever get the pleasure of smelling. Oops, that was the, that was the wrong one there. That was, uh, that, that was not the right oh, one there. Yeah. Candy's going to be upset with me for that. Um, the, the scent of the week is diesel, diesel Diesel. fuel. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Diesel. Yeah. Diesel fuel candle from candles by candy. The most alluring, delicious. Are we talking, are we talking farm diesel? You know, you burn in the tractors. Are we talking the diesel? I burned in my Duramax 2500. I want to know what diesel we're talking about. There is a difference. Oh, yeah. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna have to ask Candy that question. Sure the, or, the origin story of the candle. It might be a mixed bag. I don't know. Are you are you talking because of pre death or? Well, we're talking. You know, we want the purple diesel. You know, that if you get caught running on the road, they'll find you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, the ruby red. Special. I don't think it smells any different. I guess. Oh Maybe well, I yeah, it can. Yeah. All right. All right. I didn't ever thought we'd get in a conversation about. Uh, debating the smell of diesel. Hey, I just want to make sure we got the right set going on, you know. So, gotcha. Very true. All right. Well, thank you to our long-standing sponsor. Oh yeah. Candles. Oh, yeah. By- oh geez, she's getting excited there. Candles by Candy. All right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft here, and uh, thank you to Matt for bringing me back home because. You know, we're going over the, the, the show highlights, what we're going to be talking about. Matt's like, okay, the NFL draft just happened. We're not even going to cover this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, touche, good point. That was a big swing and a miss on my part. Um, don't know how I completely overlooked that. But the one thing I really, you know, this is, shows you what kind of idiot I am. The one thing that I took from the NFL draft, especially day one, was when Lucas Van Ness got drafted. Did you see his dad slap his girlfriend's ass? That was awesome. <laughs> That's something. It like that, went viral on TikTok, didn't it? That's something Travis or would do. On, uh, Twitter or something. I, yeah, right. I don't know. Like Marty, did you see that? He didn't even just give it a tap. He went in for a double like feel. Oh yeah, go Tinder, big time. He, he cupped it. <laughs> it was it was great. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like Marty, that probably that, in the moment excited. I, do you blame? I mean, I don't think I would be grabbing my son's girlfriend's ass like that. That was a little weird. Um, never, what, never say never, Adam. That's all. Uh, never say never. I don't know. Your son gets <laughs> and you can talk smack about it. I, I mean, uh, you live in Nebraska, so I mean, <laughs> guilt, guilty as charged. Nobody's perfect, Travis. All right, we all have our faults. Mine is that I live in Nebraska. You see Kyle's wheels spinning over there. He's like, "Yeah, when my son gets drafted as a kicker. I'm gonna slap his girlfriend." When he gets drafted. I mean. The dude, oh the, the dude went in, grabbed grabbed her ass, and then thought to himself real quick, "I didn't get enough of a of a chunk," and then went back and double dipped on her cheek. Oh. Now, Kyle, Kyle, what do you think? As a guy, the only guy in this group that even had potential of getting drafted, what if your if you say your dad just squeezed your now wife's ass? And double dipped. It was more of a go it. team double triple pat, wasn't it? That was uh, I've been looking for a reason to grab your ass for the last hundred <laughs> years, and, and now I have a reason to do it. Or it also I could see too. That's a guy that's grabbed that ass multiple times in the past. It definitely wasn't a slump buster moment. That's true. <laughs> Very true. What was it? 
What was that? Adam? Uh, Kyle, you know, what, what, what happens, you know, you're the only guy in this group that even remotely could say that they had any sort of shot, you know, playing in the NFL and getting drafted. What would you have said if your dad um, <laughs> squeezed your now wife's took us and went in for a double dip and you'd be like, would you be like right on dad? That hell yeah. I mean, let's party or would you be like, all right, that was totally weird. Yeah, that's totally weird, man. I, I got to watch the video now that you said that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. See that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, that, that's some weird stuff. And I will say that, uh, you know, there's some weird stuff going on in this world, man. And if uh, Van Ness is okay with that, that's weird, man. That's super weird. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little odd. Uh, and, you know, you, you stole the thunder a little bit from your son getting drafted in the first <laughs> round because everyone's talking about, how you pretty much uh, sexually accosted his girlfriend. Well, isn't, Van Ness, isn't Van Ness from Illinois? Maybe it's an Illinois thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> is that what they're doing over there, Kyle? <laughs> you know what? Maybe his dad works for Dick Wrestler Realty. Maybe it's a whole conspiracy. <laughs> a whole conspiracy. Yeah. I'm Iowa guys. I live here. Yeah, he's a Kyle's an Iowan, just like I'm an Iowan. I live in Nebraska, but I'm an Iowan. Kyle's an Iowan. He's not an Illinoisan, you know. He's just not. So, Marty, I I never got your full thoughts. You're just so disgusted. Um, <laughs> how would you handle a situation like that? Um, got to get yourself together here. Come on. It it it, it wouldn't have been. A good, good uh, response. Karen would have kicked your ass if you could have well, done that. I would have moved to, uh, just like I hope Van Ness does, he's going to move to Detroit and uh, not take his girlfriend with him. <laughs> Adam, flip, flip, flip the script here. Sorry to interrupt you, Marty, but, like, I should have thought of this. But, like, if I was watching this on TV as father, Ooh, buddy, I would have I would have driven as fast as I possibly could probably to uh, wherever that draft was happening, and uh, met him before he uh, left that left that facility. Yeah, yeah, you know it's uh, I can't wait because you know the media is gonna ask Lucas next time they talk to him about oh, that yeah. because everyone's talking about it. He's gonna play it down, you know. That's just what he's got to do. But yeah, it'll blow that over was... eventually. But it, man, it was. Awesome. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. If it were my daughter that I was watching that happen to on, on, I would gladly spend a few nights in jail for the results of what I would do. <laughs> See, like if my son were to get drafted, I'd probably know the type of guy I am. I'd go squeeze Travis's ass instead. <laughs> I mean, that's just <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, Travis, get over here. Yeah, let's go. Oh, wow. you? That took a turn. <laughs> All right. That's because I know Travis is a willing party. So, um, <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, though, um, I was trying to count and can, can somebody fill me in? How many Huskers were taken in the first or second round? <laughs> Pretty easy number. Is it a, is it a, is it a zero? I thought Trey Palmer would get it. I mean, he went one the sixth round, seventh round. Yeah, he went pretty late. <clears throat> he was a good receiver for them. He really was. Yeah. So that did surprise me as well. Um, Larry he, Weather surprised me, you know, for Iowa. I mean, I, I was like, how did he not? But I, I think Tampa Bay got a hell of a steal with, with him. And, and you know, if, if you take a look at the NFL, and I don't mean to plug it, but if you look at the history, as far as the NFL, you have your first rounders and then your second rounders and then the – Third most pit players in the NFL are undrafted free agents. So oh. once you get past that second round, I mean, yeah, you're drafted, but you know, you take a look. I mean, Goodson went to Green Bay what a year a year ago. You take a look at Merriweather going to Tampa, and you know, I, I guess to me, it kind of comes back to the old Iowa mentality of you know, work your tail off, go in and show what you're about, and you know, if you if you do the right things. You're going to get an opportunity, and I'm really curious to see what Merriweather does down in Tampa. I mean, you know, there's no guarantees, but, uh, um, you know, with a lot of these guys, but, uh, 
you know, I, I take a look at, you know, Max Duggan here locally got drafted in the seventh round by the Chargers. You know, I mean, that's a big deal for around here. But there's a kid playing South Dakota State that got an undrafted free agent opportunity. I think going to Cincinnati, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Midwestern, and I should say Midwestern, but you know, hard work and philosophy, I, I just, you know, the draft is what it is. It, it's great, but. Listen, once they get them on the practice field, it's like when you go to Iowa City or Ames or Lincoln, you're going to figure out what you got pretty quick because it, at this point, it ain't about stars. It's not about your reputation. What can you do on a football field? Yeah. That's, why, yeah. that's why I have such a big issue with how out of high schoolers with, I mean, they're even getting kills or their worth before they even show up on the practice field at, the, at whatever school they're going to. Guys, I got my, I got my ass hand. I, I came from being able to kick 60-yard field goals with my ice club and um, and then moved to the ground my freshman year. Of course, this was like, you know, many, 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 many years ago. But my first two field goals, I drilled David Porter right in the butt. <laughs> hey. I couldn't kick a field goal off the ground to save my life. It took me it took me a year and a half sitting around uh, and, and stepping eight and spending eight to figure it out. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Well, I, you know, those, the, and also too, that the Detroit Lions love them some Hawkeyes. I mean, you know, they, they drafted TJ and he did really well for them, which I'm still surprised that they traded him. I don't know if it was just to get the draft capital. And then they drafted another Iowa tight end, Sam Laporta, and then Jack Campbell as well. I mean, yep. that's, that's a, got some Hawkeyes brewing. They like, they were, uh, Pat McAfee called them the, the, or the Detroit Iowans. Yeah. Now, because um, Dan Campbell's gone on record for loving Iowa guys, was that draft enough to to sway you, Travis, to start to like the Lions, or do you still not like those guys? You know what? Listen, the Lions, Lions have been like Nebraska for a long time. They've been such a downtrodden, beaten program. You almost feel sorry for them. Uh, I will premise with this: Jack Campbell's dad actually went to school at Spencer High School. He went to school with my bro- brother-in-law. Actually, we were talking wow. about this this morning. Actually. Uh, uh, went to Northern Iowa and played. I mean, if you kind of do the re- history on Jack's dad, his, his dad was a huge um, player and still involved in the Cedar Rapids area. Um, okay. You know, I, and I think if you take a look at, uh, um, you know, Jack and, and, you know, Taylor at Sam too went to Iowa or went to Detroit, you know, I, I think. Uh, and if you listen to, uh, I, I listened yesterday to uh, Jack's interview in Detroit and pretty humble appreciate being drafted and you know what he's going to go in and do the same thing he did i was going to work his tail off he he knows he's earned nothing just because he got drafted in the first round yeah i would have loved as a packer fan nothing against lucas van ness but i really would have loved to have you know jack campbell green bay and lucas van ness go to detroit i'd have been fine with it you know yeah i, I just um you know jack campbell is one of them players i think we'll look back at 10 years from now is gonna be like a bob sanders we don't realize – I mean, we do how good he was at Iowa, but I think he's going to be even better in the NFL. Maybe I'm crazy on that, but that's yeah. what I see. And a lot of those announcers were saying that if Lucas Van Ness would have came back for another year, he would have probably been the number one or number two pick in the draft next year. Well, oh. the problem is he, can, he can't score two touchdowns a game on defense, so not by himself. Yeah. Uh, touche, touche. Were you guys feeling bad at all for Will Levis, what he was going through, the Kentucky quarterback? Like his girlfriend was like all the memes about her, like, babe, I thought you said we were going to get a $40 million. And like <laughs> she she was looking pissed off, Matt. Did you see pictures of her? Yeah, they were showing her all the time. Yeah. They, they <laughs> clipping, put, putting them on TV. And I mean, she just wasn't having any of it. It was pretty entertaining. I mean, he, he opted out of the bowl, didn't play in it, you know, and he got – I think he had some injury stuff through through the year as well. So, he'll get a home. He'll be able to prove himself. I don't know what's – I mean, I don't know why he's mad or 
what all the talk was all about. But yeah. he'll have a chance to prove himself. I mean, that's yeah. what's going to matter in the end anyways. I, I want to ask Kyle something, actually, since he's been in a, in a college locker room. Most of us haven't. But when you've got that guy that's just an arrogant ass, and, and every locker room's got that guy, you know, and that's my opinion of what loves. Yeah. The player, I, I, that just has to freaking piss you off the no end. I, I mean, he's a teammate on one hand, but, I mean, as a player, how, how do you guys handle the locker room, you know, uh, you know, from a season to season, is it just well, he's making us better in, in spite of all his shortcomings, or, or or do you put him in his place? You know what I'm saying? Kyle, so, let me double down on that real quick. It, on top of Travis's question, also uh, answer this: Did you play with a guy like that that you remember? I was just going to say, I mean, that guy did not exist in the five years that I played. If he did, he was not a player. He wasn't a starter. I, you know, and I mean, I'm sure guys had, it, it was, you know, there were probably a few of them where it was, uh, it wanted to come out, you know, personalities wanted to come out, their individualness wanted to come out. But I tell you, like that, the locker room, even the, the, the gym setting with Coach Doyle, like there was absolutely no time or place for any sort of individual whatsoever. Actually, I meant to mention this earlier. I saw a clip today of Deion Sanders, uh, uh, kicking a guy out, you know, walking into the gym and uh, during a workout and he kicked a guy out because we're in different socks. Like it, it seems harsh, but I mean, that happened, that happened quite a bit. And I, that was the thing. Coach yeah. Dor- I mean, it was guys, it was serious stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, like I, I was on my toes for five years, uh, always trying to prove myself. Like, you know, you always had those butterflies in your stomach, not in a bad way, uh, more like they just, set the standard and there was absolutely zero room for any individuals. If you did not buy into the systems, if you weren't on the bus, uh, you weren't going to be, you weren't going to be playing. And I mean, they made it very clear. There was no, no room for any questions. And the guys that ended up not being able to handle it, those guys that transferred out or ended up riding the bench for, for four or five years with a sad puppy dog look on their face. Sounds a lot like the Marine Corps. I mean, I've got two sons that have been through the Marine Corps, and I've got one's an aircraft controller down in Yuma now. And it, that, you're right. Every day, doesn't matter what you did yesterday, yeah. what are you doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? You, you know, it, you're always looking forward. You're not never looking back. It's not about what you did from yesterday. What are we going to do today? Yep. Um, uh, it was my entire five, my entire career. I never, I never was able to relax. I mean, always on edge making sure I was proving myself every day not to just the coaches but to my teammates too like every day every day on practice it, it made a so. Mar- Marty could you pass a wonderlick test do you think a what test a wonderlick test they, nope. they give they, they, they give them like wanna, I, I don't know what that is and i don't know that i want to know uh, okay so if you don't have to lick anything <laughs> then, 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 <laughs> oh, Jesus. the, the wonderlick test is given to uh nfl draftees and it's just supposed to be like an intelligence test to tell like if they're dumber than a box of rocks or if they have any sort of mental capacity to be able to like learn an offensive playbook like cj stroud i bombed the test he still got drafted cj stroud was number one wasn't he no number two number two that's right okay but cj stroud bombed it um so marty you don't i how do you think you'd be able to do on a Wonder League test? I've thought about that on myself, and I'm not sure. I don't need sure. to take the test. I can tell you exactly how I'd, how I'd come out with the results on that test. <laughs> I'd be dumber than a box of rocks. Yeah. Hey, hey, Adam, <laughs> Miss Proud at 18%. Yeah. 18%. Hey, Adam, you come over to my shop on Tuesday or Wednesday for our meeting. We'll do the Wonder League test together and see how we do. Uh, okay, I've heard it. I, I I really would like to see. I mean, if it's got a lot of hard math, I'm out. I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> I hate math. So. I, I would like to see it just to see it. I mean, and take it myself just so I knew. Maybe it's harder than we think. Wow. Well, I'm, I don't know how you take it. Why is it called Wonderlick? I, probably because the guy that came up with the test. I guess that's probably his name. I'm not sure. 
why it's oh, called that. God, I'd love to have that last name. Pizza for Wonder. Like uh, it's like Dick Russell. What's the one spots we have for that? What's his name again? Dick Russler. Yeah, Dick Russler. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's a porn star name if I've ever heard it. I mean, that's fantastic. <laughs> Can you imagine like what your dating life would be if your last name was Wonderlick? Like girls would be knocking your door down. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, did you ever take the test? Did they ever make, like, could they retake it? I was trying to uh, recall, man. I don't remember. I mean, I remember going through that whole process as a senior, you know. Um, you know, I wasn't a highly, uh, I, I knew that I wasn't a highly, you know, sought after prospect drafted. But I'm pretty sure, I think I did it, man. I, I don't know if there's archives or anything I'd, I'd have to look at. I remember sitting in the auditorium taking some sort of cognitive ability test, and which probably was the Wonderlic test. That's got to be it. I don't remember what I scored, uh, but I, I, <laughs> what I do remember, there wasn't a lot of math like where you have to like you know use paper. It was very it was multiple choice where it was one of those kinds of situations where like hey, all of these could be correct, but which one's the best answer? You know, uh, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. like. Sure, 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 Kyle. Sure, Kyle. You don't remember the result. I, I mean, I'm not a good test you taker. Just, you, just won't, you just won't admit it. Uh, well, to be honest with you right now, like, I probably did not do well. <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's about that time for us to, to shut down here. I don't know. Well, there's Travis. He's back. Um, we want to want to thank everyone, too, who purchased apparel. We had the highest apparel sales that we've ever had. This time, Matt's looking sharp in his Nebraska Hawksness hat. See, Travis has got his new hoodie on, so looking good. Kyle, did your stuff show up? It did just today, and I, I apologize. I'll make sure I see your face. You had to wear the Maverick bomber jacket instead. <laughs> Here you go, Top Gun. Yeah, baby. Highway uh, to so stay home. And if this, you know, I'm going to adjust the back of the shirt. I'm going to go make my Nebraska friend put on the back with you know, a Hawkeye fan living in a Husker hell. It's just right. a whole bunch of business that I'm going to put that on the back. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Um, and boys, before we finish, just want to let you know, we are solidly into week three on our Facebook probation. So we are still a bunch of low life individuals that um, Facebook has just um, unlawfully come after and attacked us. Uh, how, do, how does it feel to be living on the edge, guys? How did that happen? <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. So we post, we talked about it last week briefly that we posted a picture of um, the actual specific one was it was like this Kanye West meme and he was holding up a piece of paper and it says GBR stands for gets beat repeatedly. And yep. so they thought that their <laughs> algorithm flagged it and and said that we were promoting violence. violence. Oh God! Yeah, so we're on Facebook probation, and we're actually we're on double probation because we got in trouble like a year ago, year and a half ago, for posting a heroes game picture of the corn belt of our corn belt with, and it has the Hy-Vee logo at the top because they used to be the sponsor. But we got flagged. I don't know if Hy-Vee complained or what. But we're on probation for that, I think, permanently. Well, I would like so. to know how you complain, good or bad, to, to Facebook. It's like a communist country, Facebook is. You can't do anything. They make the rules, and you follow them, and that's it. You're either in or out. Well, I mean, you just they could completely just, like, shut you down, and you have no recourse. There's no one right. to reach out to. You can't, like, uh, what's you the You don't get I'm to argue for? your case. It's like... No. <laughs> it's I, not I, innocent I, until proven guilty. It's guilty until they. Yeah, it think is. <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends that are like uh, are amazed I have not been banned off Facebook, and I send out an every six month public service announcement. Let them know that I'm going to offend you some way somehow. Yeah, you know. And, and my wife, the only reason she's friends because she shares pictures with me. Otherwise, my wife probably would not be my friend on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Travis, if you guys are listening, you need to follow Travis on Facebook. He posts some of the funniest memes I've ever seen in my life. I got a story about funniest memes. Speaking of the meme that you shared on Nebraska Hawks Nest on uh, um, the the Dumb and Dumber annoying sound and the want to hear the most annoying sound of the world and it's. Go big yeah. red. My six year old son saw that 
And his grandpa was in town to watch him play soccer from Nebraska. And asked him, asked him hey, hey, Papa Kenny, what's the most, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And he says, go Big Red. I was crying, laughing so hard. I was like, wow. Oh, my gosh. That's good and stuff. They, and they would turn it and they'd say, you want to hear the best sound in the world, Dad? I'm like, absolutely. They're like, go Hawkeyes. I'm like, that's so, so, so my boy. So, Kyle, I'm going to ask you about the fight, fight and beat Brett Bielema's down there you know, since you're over in Illinois. So, yeah. uh, you, you know, have you heard any noise or – Anything other about the fight beat Brett Bielema's, or they just kind of, you know, they lost all their defensive people and uh, <laughs> lost their deep coordinator, and they're going to suck next year. So I'm, I'm kind of curious that you live over in, on the wrong side of the Mississippi. So, I, you know, I uh, I have not heard a thing, man. I live uh, in Glen Ellen. It's not. It's definitely not Urbana territory. Um, you know, people here, man, I would say they are, uh, they're either Iowa fans, Northern Illinois, of course. Um, but, you know, I, I heard uh, too much about it, man. Uh, oh, Chicago's big 10 team is Northwestern. You're probably closer to that than anything, by the way, we need Northwestern Iowa tickets. So, uh, so you, you, you got the hands on the game in, 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 in November, what, November 4th in Nevis? It's at Wrigley Field. And yes, Ky- Kyle's, Kyle's hosting the tailgate. So That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, going to do we're, this house. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're bringing the boys. Me, Marty, Travis, we're going to pick up Matt on the way. We're 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 packing up the family van. Nebraska <laughs> Hawks Nest is going to be in Wrigleyville. And, Kyle, if you're not there, there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> we're going to track you down. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, you'll be able to stop by my house on the way in and on the way out. Uh, I'll send you my address. I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> don't do well, when, we, when we stop by your house, it's going to be to pick you up, not yeah. uh, pick you up and drag your ass to the stadium is what it's going to be. We'll, we'll, we'll send your wife a ransom. No, we'll have them back in two days. Have <laughs> plenty of Bud Light for us to drink. Hey, don't worry. I'm going to leave the bread light at the neighbor's house. So, you, you, you know, I would no. wish. Oh, my gosh. I'll drink your craft beer with you or Miller Light. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I usually stick to the Tito's. I'm not, I, uh, I love beer, but it doesn't love me. So, yeah. I'm going to have to get some Buffalo Trace, Kyle. Woodford night at the Wallstein house. So, there we go. All right, boys. It was a lot of fun. I had a we had a lot of laughs tonight. A good time. Uh, moral of the story is Facebook sucks. Do better. Um, you're a multi billion dollar company and you can't get your shit together. Um, I can't believe you're that big of a company and you operate like that. Like that's pathetic. So have you have you seen their president? I mean, <laughs> what a dipshit! Like, and once we're off, we're off. I'm not gonna try to bring an account back. We're done. We're not doing it. So. We're just going to have the podcast and be on toxic Twitter from now on. Social media. Hey, at least you're on it. Yeah. Well, I don't, and I I just won't have as many places to share our memes. We got some good memes, man. Some funny ones. All right, boys. What's that? Said some great ones. My kids enjoy. That's a great story. I love that. (laughs) That's that just tells me that we're doing good in the community right there. We're doing God's work. Amen, brother. All right, guys. On the eighth day, God, Iowa. Go Hawks, boys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.